Welcome to the Heal Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leona Allen, and I'm here to help you achieve more freedom in your health and your life. I'm the founder of Freedom Health Systems, and I've been a licensed chiropractor and wellness coach for over two decades. I've helped men, women, and children transform their lives by removing the physical, chemical, and emotional barriers to natural healing. Every week, I'll be taking you on a journey, a journey where you will discover the real truth behind what it takes to heal your mind, body, and soul. Allow me to be your guide as you travel this road to renewed health and a new life. It's time to make a deal with yourself to heal yourself. Please keep in mind that this podcast is for educational purposes only and not to be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. With that said, let's begin. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Heal Deal Podcast. Who I have for you today is not only a good friend of mine, she has been a patient of mine for almost a decade. We've become close friends. Uh, we have a lot in common and she's also a fellow holistic leader. She's many things. She is born and raised in South of Atlanta, is a plant-based holistic health influencer, a coach, an advocate. She is creator of the health beauty brand, Pretty Women Love Cannabis, whose mission is to educate, empower, and inform women about the healing benefits of cannabis so we can break the stigma and enjoy a safe and natural way to enhance our overall health. Kiba graduated from Georgia State University with a BA in business economics. She has an extensive background in digital marketing and she mentors current and aspiring entrepreneurs in the alternative health space on starting profitable online businesses. Kiba enjoys spending time with her family and puppy Pluto, being in nature, traveling and reading when she's not busy running her digital enterprise so my pleasure and honor to welcome kiba richardson we are going to have a good conversation today because you know on the hilldale podcast it's about removing the physical chemical and emotional barriers to healing so today we're going to talk about the spiritual aspect of healing so everyone welcome kiba richardson it is great to have you joining the hilldale podcast today Dr. Leona dares you to be bold and open your heart to the truth and reject the evil, deceitful ways of the world. You do not have to constantly feel exhausted and defeated facing the same struggles over and over. You can begin to forgive yourself and discover your self-worth as you expose the lies that have kept you in bondage. Renew your mind and discover the truth only the truth shall make you free. Freedom in chains, using the power of truth to break the bondage of lies in your life. Order your copy today at freedominchainsbook.com. Also available on Amazon. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Dr. Allen is the best, best, best. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Well, you know how I like to do it in the Heal Deal podcast. 
I like it to be real, authentic, unscripted, really speak it from the heart, speak it from your experience, because everybody's journey is different. And I just love how people have their journey and how they come into themselves and how they decide to choose their path of healing, because every path is different. And I'm very, um, I know you very well. <laughs> so I just want to know about, I want you to share more about your journey and tie it into the spiritual aspects, because I want to talk about that because it's not really talked about. People get so caught up in the diet and the exercise, but nobody really understands how important it is of knowing about the spiritual aspect. So start off by sharing a little bit about yourself and how you came to be in awareness of the, the importance of the spiritual aspect of healing. So my journey, I would say, of awakening spiritually started uh, around the time we met, so about a decade ago. And it really started with changing my diet, but not just in the sense of eating healthier, in the sense of also fully understanding that food has consciousness, that food is energy, that we are energetic. So everything you're putting in your body is not just impacting your physical health, it's also impacting your mental, spiritual health as well. So that's how my journey started with cleaning up what I was putting in my body, you know, eliminating the processed food, the fast food. Um, I am plant-based, so I stopped eating um, animal products and really just focused on eating clean, eating foods that come directly from nature. And what I realized in making that change is, for one, when you start eating healthier, you're going to start to decalcify your pineal gland, which is your third eye. So you are opening yourself up to be able to become more self-aware, more spiritually aware. And also you're opening yourself up to be able to receive like true downloads of information that's coming from like the cosmos and, and other realms. So that one change is what really was the catalyst to my spiritual awakening. Changing what I was eating is what led me to the spiritual journey and really being able to connect those dots of, wow, we are vibrational, energetic beings and everything around us is energy. Everything is vibrating on a specific frequency. And when you're eating unhealthy foods, doesn't matter how good of a person you are. You can be a great person with a good heart, right? But if you're eating foods that are unhealthy, you're eating foods that are low vibrational. So when you are putting that into your body, you are keeping yourself on a low vibrational frequency. And when we're vibrating low, we open ourselves up to all sorts of diseases. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's definitely the start of my journey was changing my diet and just from there, realizing that this whole experience is really about you understanding your vibrational and knowing how to keep yourself on a high frequency yeah. through your thoughts, through what you're eating, through who you're spending time with and what you're giving your energy to. And you made a good point about with the food, because a lot of people start with that changing your diet and changing the habits of what they eat and don't eat. But what people fail to understand, and even though it's a good starting point, what people fail to understand is the energy behind food. They're looking for that organic, they're looking for that shake, they're looking for that magic pill, potion or lotion. 
but they're not understanding the spiritual aspect of food. They're not understanding the energy of food because a lot of times that toxic, it's like they have a toxic relationship with food and understanding the spiritual aspect of food will help you with those choices. Because the reason why I'm bringing this up is because some people start with food but they also try to end with food. Like that's the only thing that they have to deal with. But understanding the energy behind food, understanding how food is used to heal is very important. And that is really what's lacking. And another thing I wanted to say about this, the starting with food is because sometimes that food can block our connection. You brought up the pineal gland. So a lot of these chemicals that we encounter in our modern day foods can block that development, can block that spiritual growth. So I'm glad you brought that up and mentioned that you started with food because sometimes it takes that to start releasing that energy that we need to take our healing to the next level. But some people, they don't understand that. They're going into that next phase of healing and they don't know what to do with it because they are able to think differently, but they don't know what to do with those new thoughts. They might realize, wow, how did I get here? Why am I doing this? Why, you know, they, they start, to end up, start to start with a battle within their own minds and then they end up going back to their bad habits. So kind of talk about as you clean your diet, how that led to your mentality and how it took your healing to the next level. Well, it started to really make me change the way I thought about myself. So in, in consciously deciding, let me put foods into my body that are high vibrational, which is going to enhance my frequency, right? Strengthen my aura and help me have a stronger connection to the divine. Um, it helped me change my perspective and perception about myself to where it's like, I only really get this one body to have this human experience. So how can I claim to love and respect myself if I am putting foods in my body that are literally promoting death, foods that are literally keeping me vibrating low? You, you can't be doing both of those things. So it's a, it's a lot of people that are in like this contradictory like cycle of you, you desire to do better, but you're still engaging in things that keep you energetically in a low space. So for me, it was like once I just really made the decision, I, want, I truly desire to love and respect myself on the highest level. It's like you must put foods into your body then that are going to keep you not only physically healthy, but are going to also keep you in a, a healthy place with your mental health and your spiritual health as well. So what happens is when you're eating unhealthy foods, uh, I would say the average person is living life in survival mode, survival mentality. And it's, it's hard to connect those dots when you don't have that awareness of it's hard to get yourself off of that hamster wheel of, of um, being stuck in, like, I would say the lower nature of who you are. So it's a lot of people who have energetic blockages that keep them in this survival mentality. And a large part of that comes from the foods that you're eating. But we, it's hard to connect those dots, especially when we have such an intimate, like, relationship, an emotional relationship with food. Food is... It's spiritual really within itself because you create traditions around food. You know, people have memories 
attached to food. People show love with food, but unfortunately, due to our programming, especially for us in the melanated community, a lot of our traditions and habits around food are rooted in toxicity and low vibrational, like the worst foods you could possibly put in your body. So it's a tough thing because it's a lot of cognitive dissonance. It's a lot of resistance to why well, I got to let go of all of these things I grew up eating. You know, I used to make this in the kitchen with my grandmother. And that's that programming that you have to be ready to release if you really desire to be like your highest self, your best self. You got to be willing to let go of the things that's keeping you in that low vibration. And for so many of uh, people in society, the food is the number one thing that's keeping you stuck. Yeah. And that's what I was going to mention. It's like the it's like if your energy is low, you're going to eat and surround yourselves with things that match that energy. There's that's low energy food and there's high energy food. So the people that are just depressed and down and negative all the time, they're going to eat those foods that match that. So yep. people got to understand when you're healing, you got to start with these high energy foods so that your energy become high and then you'll be able to elevate at that spiritual level and that physical level because it's energy. It's all energy. So if you're dealing with disease, that's low energy, diabetes, heart disease, cancer, you know, we think there's this magic pill for that, but it's an energy thing. Mm -hmm. These diseases do not exist in elevated. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When you're spiritual, <laughs> when you're, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, I watched, well, I should say rewatched this documentary called Heal. It came out years ago, but I just, you know, was like, let me rewatch this. And I'm so glad I did because. On that documentary, they were highlighting people who had all kind of chronic health issues, people who had made miraculous, uh, like quantum leaps in their healing, people who had terminal diseases who were able to heal, right? And the common thread was that people realized it was the emotional and energetic trauma that they needed to release that was keeping them in that lower vibration. So a lot of why so many people have diseases is it's, it's, of course, the food, and we know that lack of exercise, but really, it's really that that energy, the unresolved trauma, the emotional uh, baggage of just being in this society. You know what I'm saying? Um, most people in society today, in the States anyway, live on the fear vibration. And that's the lowest vibrational frequency you can be on. It literally weakens your immune system and opens you up to manifesting diseases within your body. So if you're always in fear, you know, if you're watching the mainstream news and it's it's triggering things, it's like your body is keeping score up all of that. It's holding on to all of that. And um, like uh, you said, Dr. Allen, when you're on that low vibration now, that's when, you know, that voice says, go eat a pint of ice cream or go eat a whole entire bag of potato chips. And it's just like a, a hamster wheel. It's like a cycle that you're stuck in. But the goal is to really focus on like doing more of that energetic and um, vibrational healing. Yeah. And I tell people when I'm coaching them, they tend, they call themselves emotional eaters. And I, I don't do not like that term 
It's like when they're feeling low, they'll go for the candy, the chips and all these things. But the thing that I encourage them to do is go out in the sun, take a walk, <laughs> plant some flowers, get into, you know, try to build, raise your energy so those emotions can exist. It's so hard to feel down if you're surrounding yourself with higher energy elements it's so important but it's not talked about because fear and it has to be intentional too because society is they thrive on fear they make money on fear the more fearful we are the more money the 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 pharmaceuticals make the more money the snack people make all right they get rich off fear all of it yeah because high energy is right outside the door (laughs) And I don't realize you have a choice. I remember chewed me out one time. This was like during uh, COVID. And, you know, I made a comment on something. You know me personally, so you already know my thoughts around all of that. But basically, I made a comment to the to the extent of, you know, that the virus doesn't exist to me. You see what I'm saying? So I think people oftentimes don't realize how much power they have. When it comes to whatever you give your your energy to is what you're going to manifest. So a lot of people manifest disease because that's primarily where your focus is at. You're you're scared. You're worried. You're 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 you have anxieties. You're not sleeping well at night because you're worried about what's going to happen or how you're going to figure out something. And so it's very important to remember that you are in complete control of your thoughts. Your thoughts create your reality and. No matter what's going on outside of you, you have the power from within to determine, okay, I'm going to focus my energy on this side. I'm going to focus over here. And for me, and just all of the the things I've learned on my journey, I realized like I'm only going to focus my energy on the upside. I'm not going to worry about sickness and all these things that keep you feeling bad and low. I'm just focused on feeling good, on feeling healthy. You know, if I feel a little bit of uneasiness, yeah, let me get outside in nature and just ground. Let me go for a walk, you know, and you get to a point where when you are feeling uneasiness, you already know. Well, let me go eat some fruit. Let me, you know, let me just fast. Matter of fact, let me detox and and let me get my energy back up. And you no longer revert back to that old programming that tells you, oh, I'm feeling bad. Let me go just eat the worst thing I can possibly get my hands on. And and when you do that, you just put yourself deeper, deeper and deeper into a hole. And it's harder for you to pull yourself uh, back up out of that. Yeah, because we tend to just feed on that negativity and give it all that attention. But we do have to choose. Well, it doesn't mean we're never upset. It doesn't mean we're never fearful. We just don't give it power. And we overcome that power by doing something that's, high in energy that's going to help us overcome it because a lot of times when we are in that place it means that there's something that we're off alignment with that's how i see it if i'm feeling a certain way i'm out of alignment with someone or something and it's a time to kind of you know we're both introverted so you know we'll get off the internet in a minute I won't answer calls <laughs> and it's time to just sit in that place. Like what is going on? What do I need to do so that I could elevate from that? And a lot of people try to mask that discomfort, but sometimes we got to sit into that and learn lessons from that. 
And that's the spiritual side of things. So sometimes those emotions is something we have to learn to work with, but at the same time, continue to elevate ourselves with nature, with living foods to build from that, because we're just going to stay stuck if you go with those, those junk denatured GMO toxic foods that people are using. And not only that, a lot of people are taking drugs for that. So not only are they eating themselves to death, they're taking medications to treat the symptoms of death. That's really what they're doing. They're dying, but they're trying to mask those symptoms of dying. Right. Or self-medicating with liquor, with uh, like illicit drugs. Yeah. Healing is really a personal job. That's what I feel. I feel like people like you and myself who other people's come other people come to for assistance with healing it's like at the end of the day a true healer is going to empower you to heal yourself and we all we are all healers we all really truly know how to heal ourselves but going back to what you said a lot of people don't want to face that part they don't want to do that dirty inner work to where oh no you got to sit in that uncomfortableness <laughs> you have to be able to retreat and like get silent i think that's a huge part of healing. And that's why I feel it's so hard for people to heal because people are so overstimulated with stuff, right? With social media, with TV, with just smart, just everything, all the technology. And then most people go outside of themselves for healing, but it's really about going within, getting quiet, listening to your body, having that level of connection with yourself to where your body is telling you like, this is what I need you to do. This is what I need you to let go of. That guidance is always there, but you got to tap into that. And what's, what's so beautiful about it is that when you truly do have that connection with self, when you are feeling any type of fear, because we're all human or we're all having a human experience, I should say. So a part of that experience is you're going to go through every emotion but as you said before, you know how to not get stuck. You know how to rise above. Whereas when you are disconnected from yourself and you're you're just overstimulated, you're seeking outside of yourself for everything, you feel like you don't have that power. So you vibrationally stay stuck. And I think it's really something that's done unconsciously. Most people are totally unaware as to what they're doing to keep themselves in that low space. And, you know, people will say things like, oh, my God, I just have bad luck. The worst things happen to me. I just talked to somebody not so long ago, and that was like their mindset. And I'm like, there's no such thing as bad luck. As you said before, when you're not in alignment and you're vibrating low, like, yeah, that's when life is going to continue to bring you things that match that low vibration. So it's always going within. What do I need to do? Why do I keep having these experiences? What are the what's the lesson I need to learn? But the answers are always going to come from within you. Like you know, you literally know how to heal yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from <anything>. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I tell people, you don't need a doctor degree or anything like that to be able to heal yourself. It's all innate. It's all in us. But we just learned as we grow up to disconnect from that. So we're living in a world that is against life. We are in an anti-life world, trying to live in an anti-life world. So we got to find our own place and a world that isn't going to support who we are supposed to be. So what I want you to start discussing or get into now 
is you wrote a book mm-hmm. and I love your book. <laughs> and it's kind of similar. We have very similar journeys. And and in your book, Unbecoming, what I loved about your book is sometimes we got to unbecome because a lot of times in the journey, people are like, I need more information. I need to learn this. I need to become more of that. I need to strengthen my ability to do this and that. But what I agree with 100% is sometimes we got to let go and learn how to unbecome. So share that, uh, you kind of summarize, it's a great, great book. We'll put the link to her book in the show notes. You got to read this book, but I'm going to let her tell it, <laughs> but really talk about it. There it is. <laughs> and I use, and I'm a, I'm a break down that answer with using my favorite parallel, which is the journey of the, the butterfly, right? So on this, this whole spiritual awakening healing ascension journey that I've been on for the last like nine and a half years. That is the biggest thing I've learned is that, Oh, this journey is not at all about learning more, trying to be more, trying to have more. It is really a journey of us unlearning, unprogramming ourselves from everything we have been indoctrinated to believe. And it's truly about unbecoming who you think you are. So you can be who you have always been because You came here into this realm knowing who you were and knowing what your divine mission was, but through our indoctrination into this matrix we all live in, we forgot who we were. And the true journey is remembering, oh, wow, like I already have it all. It's already within me. Nothing is outside of me. It's all within me. And You know, nature has been one of my greatest teachers on this journey. I have learned so much just from observing nature. And the butterfly, I feel, gives us a parallel to what our journey is all about. So, you know, the butterfly starts off as a caterpillar, totally unaware. You know, this is what I say, say we are when we're in that that level of our lives where we don't know. We don't know who we are. We're unaware. We're in survival mode. We're trying to just go through the motions of life and figure it out. And unfortunately, this is where most people stay their whole entire lives. They stay in survival mode, unaware of who they are and what their true power is. Um, But for those of us who are willing to get uncomfortable, to face our fears, to sit with ourselves, to work through our trauma and to, to just, oh, my God, go through some of the darkest times within ourselves we get to elevate and ascend. It's the same thing with the caterpillar who goes into the chrysalis. You know, the caterpillar doesn't have to try to become a butterfly. It's already that innately. It's already that. It already has everything it needs within it to be the highest version of itself. And it's the same thing with us. However, that unlearning and unprogramming and unbecoming, you're going to go through some challenges when you realize that you have to let go of so much you've been taught that The majority of what you learned in school was a lie. Like Dr. Allen said, oh, my God, we live in a society that is pro-death. Like everything is after us, really. It's very hard. I mean, it is very hard to to really put those sunglasses on and see this whole entire society, this whole illusion that we've been living in and to to stay balanced within that awareness, right? But for those of us who are willing We go through those challenges. We go through that uncomfortableness. We face our biggest fears. And then we get to elevate and ascend beyond to where 
when I feel like when you're on that vibration of being your highest self, your most authentic self, you're having a totally different experience here. It's not the same as when you were unaware in survival mode. So that's what this journey is all about. You know, the caterpillar goes into the chrysalis, into darkness, and it, it slowly metamorphosizes into what it's always been. And I feel for those of us who are on this, this spiritual awakening uh, journey, it's the same thing. You get to a point where you remember who you are. You remember your power. You remember that you are in complete control, that this is your story, your life. You're the architect. You're the author. You get to write the story as to what you experience in life exactly as you desire for it to. And so that's what the journey of unbecoming is all about. It's really a, a journey of forgetting everything you think you know about who you are. Letting go of the titles, letting go of the, the accolades of what society has told you you are. No, and realizing really that you're infinite. <laughs> you're infinite. You're eternal. It, it's all within you. And one thing you said that's powerful is that we learn everything from nature. And I love the butterfly analogy because everything that the butterfly, the caterpillar needs to become a butterfly nature is going to provide everything it needs and there's no interference you know the the caterpillar is going to become a butterfly unless it's external but that's another thing when right. things are aligned the way it is and and the caterpillar is getting everything it needs it's going to become a butterfly but as humans when living a human experience we spend a lot of energy interfering with that natural process of becoming who we are. I think that is the biggest hurdle in life is interfering with that process, with chemicals, with surgeries, with, with false beliefs, believing that we're something we're not, trying to be something that we're not. It's like a caterpillar trying to be a bear. You know, a lot of people are trying to do that. <laughs> so and it's ridiculous. So how we get so, it's so many distractions and of course, there are so many things that, that are just designed for that, to keep us distracted, to keep us disconnected, to keep us from, from being able to have the time to go within and realize who we are, what our power is. But that's what this, that's what the programming is all about. Yeah. The, all of the medications, all of the, the stuff that they put in the media, on, on the news and even in entertainment, it's like, these are all things that are distracting you from connecting with the you already have. Within everybody comes here with gifts. You already, you have, a, I'm like, nobody is here by happenstance. You have definitely have a divine purpose. And just like that caterpillar, the gifts are already within you. You came here with them. It's, it's not outside of you. And you don't need permission from anybody to be great. The caterpillar doesn't have to ask, oh, well, can I, is it okay for me to become a butterfly? It's like, no, it's, it's your, it's your birthright to be your high to be your best self it's your birthright right and i think as people i know i'm my purpose is to be a healer you're a healer there's people that are artists there's people that are singers there's people that are builders and and, and just think about how different the world would be if we were more focused on allowing to become that so a lot of this unbecoming is unbecoming people that we tried to attach ourselves to be that we were trying to be something that we weren't and sometimes we have to unbecome that so we be we can become who we are and like, a lot of people don't really birth, want to see that you were you were an engineer before yeah 
But I feel like that was the career you were in when you were not yet aligned with the healer. Yeah. <laughs> so that all when when you're in alignment with the higher purpose, we are all here to do the same thing in our unique way. We are all here to raise the vibration of the planet. We are all here to add to the conscious collectiveness, to restore balance, harmony, love to the planet. So, so many people who are unwilling to really go on this journey of self, that's what this really is, a journey of self-discovery. You get stuck and you think, oh, you got the title, oh, I'm the engineer. For me, I went to went and got my degree in business economics and thought I was going to be this corporate CEO. But no, it's like your high self is like, uh-uh, uh-uh, that's not what you came here for. You came here to heal. You came here able to hold space for others while they while they heal so a lot of people get stuck in that and it may the the life may look really good from the outside looking in like being an engineer making six figures but it's like am i really truly in alignment with that i was miserable <laughs> right i know people who are doctors and they they're miserable but oh i'm a doctor because this is what my parents wanted me to yeah do. oh i'm a lawyer i went to law school because this is what my parents wanted me to do like, what do you truly desire? Are you really in alignment with what you're doing? And so many people are not. They're so uh, attached to titles. And, um, you know, seek, we, we're, we're programmed to seek validation through status. Oh, I have this many degrees and that and that. But are you really in alignment with your divine purpose? I know I, I, know I wasn't before. The career path I was in before my awakening was not in alignment with with the healing work i know i'm really supposed to be doing here yeah and in public school messed that up because i'm thinking about you brought up the engineer and i'm thinking about my five-year-old self and i believe i kind of knew what i wanted to do at a very young age i was always fascinated with i remember back in the day we had encyclopedias so for y'all that were born after the 70s we had encyclopedias before google and I would just look through them and I would look, research all the diseases and my mind would say, what would make people that way? You know, that was my fascination. But then fast forward, I got into public school and people are telling me that you need to do this. You need to get a good job with benefits and yada, yada, yada. And it distracted me from who I was supposed to be. So fortunately, I got back on track. It took me 20, 30 years to figure that out, but I got there. So I believe the younger, the better. And as mothers, we can actually direct our children to do that and not take that long path that we had to take. So you got there a little quicker than I did. I, I was in my, I guess it took me about 20, 30 years to really figure out what I was supposed to Get back on track. It, we get to we get to shorten the time for the generations that come after right. us. To be honest, for me, I was 29 when I when I began began to awaken. So it took me up until 29. Now my son is uh 20, right? And he started his awakening journey at 18. So it's like he's gonna get it much faster than I got it. So I feel like uh, that's that's what we do. It's kind of like you blaze the trail, you walk so I can run. Now I ran so my son can sprint. Like you'll you'll get it. And the same thing for your your sons. Like they're gonna get it way faster than you. 
Um, so yeah, it took me 29 years of I was totally unaware, lost, just going through the motions of life up until 29. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, it is quite the journey. So what were your biggest breakthroughs? Personally, what was your biggest breakthrough? Because sometimes we go through life and we put up with it as long as we can. But sometimes we get that moment where we just fall face down and we get back up and that this is it. What was that moment for you? So I had two. I had two like pivotal moments in my awakening. The first was the initial start. Because here's the thing. Now we're in a whole different time. Um, we're in the age of Aquarius. This is like the age of spiritual awakening. More people are becoming aware than ever before. When my journey first started, that was not the case. So a lot of things I know now, I, I didn't have the verbiage to, to describe what I was going through. But the way my initial awakening started was one of my most pivotal moments. Um, I broke my ankle and I had to get surgery. And I was on bed rest. And I remember after my surgery, this was an injury it took about four months for me to recover from. I remember looking myself in the mirror and I'm like, it, the life looks so good on the outside, but I was miserable. I was so unfulfilled. I had all the things society tells you you're supposed to have to be successful and to be happy. I was married. Um, you know, I would have been tra traveled the world, closet full of designer bags and shoes, all of that stuff, right? And was was miserable, unfulfilled. Like it was just like a hole inside of me to where it's like, okay, the bags and the shoes is not doing it for me no more. The ring on my finger is not doing it for me. Like, what is going on? I just it was just like a feeling of like, who am I really? Like, what am I really doing here? Like, what is my life really about? Because at that point, I didn't have a real connection to like my, my purpose. I didn't really have any spiritual connection. I was just floating through life, like honestly, and um, was very much caught up in like materialism, just making life look really good on the outside. Not, and I was, I, my eating habits were out of control, eating a lot of fast food, takeout, you know, not exercising. I was not into my health at all. So it was kind of like all of that started to come together. And I still remember, and I write about this in my book, the night after I just had a real look myself in the mirror and be honest with myself, like, you know, you could fake for other people. And that's what I was essentially doing. I was putting on a face for the world. I'm happily married and I'm this, I'm that. At the, when it was, it was terrible. The marriage was terrible. So was my life, right? It was taking that hard look in the mirror, just being like, you cannot run from yourself. I am not happy. I don't know who I am. And that's how the awakening started, y'all. Divine intervention. I had a voice wake me up out of my sleep that same night. And I was given divine instruction. That's what I tell people. I follow what that voice told me to do. And that voice said, get in that kitchen and throw everything away and start putting healthy Body. that's where you start at and I followed that and it just continued to that that now like that intuition that womb wisdom that guidance I never second guess it because it has never led me wrong that was my first like like true spiritual like moment and then I had a second where I had been on my journey for a while but I was still I would say kind of one foot out and one foot in in some ways and 
you know, a part of my journey, I went through like really losing everything. That was like the second, like most pivotal experience I had. But that was when the the awakening went to a whole nother level. Like during that time where I lost everything, to me, I had hit like rock bottom. But it was the most peaceful place I had ever been. And that that was when I really started doing the deeper inner work. So those are like my two most pivotal moments that I've had like um, on this journey so far. Yeah. And I remember that. I, I think we met <laughs> when you were going through that first pivotal point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just thinking about what I was going through in my life, but I wasn't open about it at that time. Because it seems like when you're able to hide it, you'll keep moving forward. Then it got to the point I couldn't hide it anymore. I was gaining all this weight. I was get, I had pre-diabetes. It was just getting to the point where I was like, okay, that was my turning point. I just looked in the mirror and I was like, who is this? Not only was I not happy with where I was physically, I looked in the mirror and I was just like, who is this person? I didn't recognize myself. So we go through those moments and I think um, a lot of times it's when we can't hide it anymore, where you can't hide your broken ankle and that really forced you to do it. So I think we, I think what we have in common is we had those whispers all our lives. Don't do that. Don't marry that man. Yep. <laughs> okay. Don't eat that. You know, we get these, little, we get these little whispers yes. and then it finally, when we get those screams, we're both hard headed. Then we finally hear those screams and then we're finally able to make those changes. So I was like, all right, I don't want to be sick anymore. That's it. You are so right about that. We rationalize those whispers. Like, ah, oh, let me just, let me just, let me just find out for myself. And like, <laughs> it's a point where now, now it's a scream. For me, it was a broken ankle. We need you to sit down. <laughs> sit down. Now you, you can do nothing but sit with yourself. I, and I, that's what I now feel like me breaking my ankle was all about. It's like, you clearly are not going to get these little gentle nudges that, that we're trying to give you to get on your back. So what we're going to do here is just go ahead and throw a wrench in the whole game. We're going to just sit you down for four months. And that was truly when all of the awakening started to happen. Like recovering from that injury, I had no choice but to sit with myself. Literally. That's when I just took a deep dive into holistic health, nutrition. I'm learning about herbs, watching every documentary I can find on, on every part of healing. I'm reading books. I'm talking about, it was like, I'm, I, listen, let me spend my time wisely. I'm going to be in the house for four months. And my doctor literally said who did my surgery when I went to like get my staples um, taken out. He was like, wow, like, because I lost 20 pounds not even trying to just because I decided to clean up my diet recovering from that injury. He said, wow, I have never had a patient lose weight with a broken fibula. Everybody gains like 30 plus pounds. You're in a house for four months. You're not really supposed to move around. Most people are like, all right, I'm eating pizza and I'm eating ice cream all day. And I could have went that route. However, that inner calling from my higher self was like, no, this is the time to do this. I literally started juicing and everything while I was recovering from that injury. Became plant-based while I was recovering from that injury. So that literally did sit me down and it gave me that time to really face myself. 
Yep. Loving the evolution, loving the journey, evolving. And that's what it forces you to do. And there's no turning back. You know, once you start to embrace nature and living foods and the books and the knowledge and just realizing who you're supposed to become and, and working towards that, there's no turning back. You won't find me eating those low energy foods and, and being upset and living in fear. There's no reason to at this point. Yeah. You know what it feels like. It's like, you know what it's like to be in that lower state. So it's like, yeah. why would I go back to the things that put me there? You know, so it's the same thing. Like I can never go back. Yeah. So I'm happy now with my books and my documentaries. That's, that's my living my best life right there. <laughs> so. let, let, Dr. Allen, I'm, I'm preparing to move out of the country. And that's the biggest thing I struggle with. I'm not going to be able to take all of my books. Like I literally <laughs> cried. I cried real tears. Like I, I'm going to have to leave. I can, I, I picked out 15 books to take with me, but I'm like, I can't take my books. Like books have been such a pivotal part of the journey. Your book definitely, you know, I read your book, the five stages of healing while on my journey. So it's like, Books are so, so, so near and dear to me. Like, I love, love, love books. One of the most pivotal parts of my whole journey. Yeah. And the audio books just ain't the same. I say, and I know no. you can get that app, but it ain't the same. You got to hold it. You got to turn the pages. You got your eyes got to match with it. I get it. I get it. Audio and can <laughs> I cannot do. I have to have a real book in my hand. Have yeah. to. Yeah. Well, this is awesome. You know, I could talk to you all day and we do, you know, we'll just, <laughs> but what is next for Cuba? What is next for you? Woo. So next for <laughs> right now, um, you know, just following my spirit, I have now um, kind of pivoted away from focus, my focus being on business coaching, where now I'm doing more holistic life coaching for women really helping women align with their divine feminine essence. And I'm having a great time doing that, like really helping women navigate through this self-awareness journey, letting go of the programming and changing your paradigm, you know, cultivating a healthy relationship with self. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm having a phenomenal time doing it. I've been hosting um, free workshops monthly. I continue, I plan to continue doing that. And now that I'm going to be moving to Mexico, retreats is like the next big thing I'm planning to do. Definitely doing holistic healing retreats uh, for women. Then I plan to open it up and start doing retreats where I have men and women. And um, I also plan on writing and self-publishing my second book, spring of 2024, is the ideal uh, release date that I'm going with. So the book is going to definitely follow the first book is going to be like the continue the continuation. <laughs> well, I am excited for you. And I I love, I mean, like I said, I've known you for about 10 years. So you're like the little sister I've seen grow up. I, I mean, I've seen you go through this stuff. You've seen me go through stuff. And it's just like we've had this, it's like not even a doctor-patient relationship. We became sisters in our journey and having those conversations and I mean, it's just hard to explain. It's just energy matches energy. So I'm excited for you. I know I'm gonna visit you in Mexico. I can't wait to see what happens. I mean, when you get there and I can't wait to hear about it. And I'm gonna have you back on the show just to kind of share your experience there. And uh, 
what's in everything that's going to come up for you. Absolutely. I'll be looking forward to you got a place to visit now. Hey. Far away. <laughs> yes. I cannot wait. <laughs> yes. So any last final comments before we close? My final comments would definitely be for one, thanking you for allowing me to come onto the show and also just for you and the work that you do, you know, having you as my chiropractor sister friend for the last 10 years has been like literally a huge part of my journey. I was just talking about you yesterday to somebody else. Like you, you need to hit Dr. Allen up. Like she'll help you with that. Like, so I just want to say thank you, you know, for the work that you do. Um, the work that people see, but also the stuff that you do, you know, behind the scenes and just being an example. So you are, you know, definitely big sister, just seeing an example of a woman who has has been on this journey and is wiser than me in many ways that I can you know, look to has definitely been something that um, has been very, very, very beneficial to me. So I'm extremely grateful for that. And I cannot wait to come back and share with you guys, you know, life in Mexico, because that that's that's a whole nother part of healing, y'all, too. Yeah, yeah, change of scenery, getting out of your comfort zone, yes. all that is so important. Yeah, you're gonna have some breakthroughs, I know it yes. already. <laughs> and I've learned a lot from you, too. It's, I think we're about 10 years apart, 10 plus, I don't remember. <laughs> So it's like, you know, we don't, we can't judge people by their age and all that stuff. You can get so much wisdom from 20 year olds, teenagers. It doesn't matter. It's all about the evolution and how long they real and how quick it takes them to realize who they're to become. So that's what I admire about you. You know, you're, you're raw, you're fearless. You've always been pretty authentic at that time, you know, we may have thought we were authentic. And then as we evolved, we were able to let that go and be like, wait, I thought that was me, but that's not, I'm this. <laughs> so it changes. So who you are now might change in another five years, but just knowing what stage we are, that's what I meant. You know, it's like, we're, you know, we're, I probably met you when you were a caterpillar and now you're a butterfly. So it's like, we have stages in our life. So we try to stay there. You know, I have to get to the fact being over 50, I have to carry myself a certain way because of where I'm at in my journey. And I'm still letting go of things that I've, you know, become. So sometimes we learn something in that phase that we need. We need those tools to overcome what we need at that time. But then as we evolve, we are able to continue to let go. So it does change. And I think people got to realize that just because you figured it out, Sometimes it has to change all over again. It's a never ending journey. That's what moment you think, oh, I'm healed. Oh, I'm awakened. Here's, oh, here's your next level. Yeah. Now, for you to like, discover. I've arrived. No, you didn't. <laughs> so that's one thing. This journey of really self-awareness, healing and ascending, elevating. It's a never ending journey. It, it, and like you said, we evolve, we look back like, oh, I thought I knew, like, I look back five years, I thought I knew it then. Now I'm like, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything you're going to go through is going to prepare you for that next step. Freedom is in the journey. There's no destination. Yeah. yeah. That, that's it. Well, thank you, Kiva. I enjoyed this conversation. 
And everybody just check the show notes. I will have her contact information, how you can reach her, how to get her books and all this good stuff. This is a powerful woman. And I'm going to bring her back on the show, especially after some time in Mexico, because I know she's going to have some (laughs) breakthroughs and some revelations that she's going to need to share with y'all. So with that said, until next time, go out there and achieve more freedom in your health and your life. Take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, seal the deal to heal by leaving a review, subscribing to the podcast, and sharing with a friend. Thanks again, and we'll continue the journey next week.